shortly. But I wanted to cover Acts chapter 12 and I'll read all the way through the end of the chapter. Uh, this this chapter contrasts two, two groups of people, well two people really, that weren't really sure of what they believed or if they believed, they believed in the wrong thing, right? So what we want to look at is faith, faith's Focus. Faith's focus. What you're what you're focusing your faith on is far more important than the strength of your faith. If I have faith in uh, one of those little strings up there to keep me from falling off the top of that concrete, doesn't matter how much faith I have. If I grab that string, saying, "Ah, this string is going to save me," and I fall, I'm going to hit the ground. Because my faith is in something that cannot hold me. So the focus of our faith is key. What are you really trusting in? There's, today's story contrasts two different people's focus on faith. One had weak faith in Almighty God. One had strong faith in themselves. And we know how that ends, but... Let's, let's look at faith. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You see, that isn't just a blind faith. It's not just like, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to have more faith. It's a faith that has a focus. What is your faith's focus? It isn't a faith in your faith. It's not, I, I don't have faith in my faith is gonna do it. It's not the strength of my faith. It's not, ah, if I just have more faith, my faith will do it. It's really the focus of my faith. What is the focus of my faith? My faith's focus is the key that we need to look at. A specific, a focused faith, a faith in something that is worthy of my faith. That string up there is not worthy of my faith. We hope to get a line up there that's strong enough 
that if you fall, that line will hold you, right? Then we'll have to have faith in that line. But we don't have faith in that little tiny string that's helping us keep it level. Because that's not the purpose of that string. We have to have a faith in God. So what is your faith's focus? Luke 17, 6. And the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. It's not the size of your faith. It's what your faith is focused on. What's your faith's focus? Small faith in an infinitely powerful God will do far more than boundless faith in something that can't do anything. Boundless faith in myself, boundless faith in another person, boundless faith in money, boundless faith in all of faith in all that stuff is worthless. It's like grabbing onto that string up there. It's not gonna do us any good. In Montana, we have uh, cold winters, very cold winters. And it gets so cold that the waters freeze over and there's ice. You guys know what ice is? Anybody here seen ice? Yeah. Seen some ice? So ice is when water freezes, right? And if water freezes long enough, the ice gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And pretty soon you can walk on that ice, right? But when it first freezes, you can't walk on it. It's very thin. But there's this thing in, in Montana, it freezes, but it also snows. And so sometimes you'll get the, the lake or river will freeze over and then it'll snow. And you can't look at the ice and you can't tell how thick it is. And so it's very cold out and you'll have snow on top of the ice and it'll look just like it's this thick or it's this thick. You don't know how thick it is, right? You can't see through because the snow blurs what's underneath. And so you have, to, you have to decide whether or not you're gonna trust that ice if you're gonna walk on it, right? So there's this guy that was going through the wilderness. He got lost and he had to get to town. He was gonna freeze to death if he didn't get to town. So he was walking toward town and he came across a river. And the river is rolling over the rocks here, just flowing hard. And then it came to a smooth spot and there was ice on it. And he thought, I can get across there if the ice is thick enough. And he scraped the snow off to see if he could see how thick the ice was and he couldn't see. And he's like, well, if I, if I inch out and I spread my weight out on the ice, it won't break if it's thick enough. And so he inches out and he's scraping the snow off and he's inching out, just putting his weight on really gentle to see if he can make it across this ice. Cause it's no ice right up upstream here. There's no ice. And just in this little spot, he has ice. And so he's kind of inching across the river and he gets about halfway and then he hears this thunder. Well, when ice breaks, it starts to boom, 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 boom. And he said, the ice is breaking. But no, or somebody coming down with horses, horses hauling logs. And they came running down the hill and they went right across the ice. Horses, six horses ran right across the ice and a bunch of logs. And the man looked up and he said, I could have just walked across. 
He could have he could have just walked across. But he did get across, right? Because he had enough faith to try it. But these people had been across there before the snow. They knew how thick the ice was. And so they took the horses right across the ice without hesitating. They had tested their faith. They had tested the ice. They knew they could have faith in the ice. The man didn't know, but he was willing to try, right? This is a little picture of our faith. We can have a little faith, we can still make it across. Or we can have a lot of faith and we can get a lot done with that lot of faith. But we have to have that faith. We have to take that action. Faith without action is dead, right? So we have the opportunity and we watch two people who have faith, one a little faith and one a lot of faith, but it's in different things. So let's read our story in Acts chapter 12. I'm going to read uh, verses 12 through 19. I mean, 12 through 30. We're going to read the whole story. Acts chapter 12, verse 12. We just left Peter. He just got out of jail, right? And when he realized that the angel was real and he was out of jail, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice, she didn't even answer the door. Recognizing Peter's voice, in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they kept saying, it is his angel. It's not really Peter. But Peter continued knocking. And when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when the day came... There was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord. And having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace because... Their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man! Immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. But the word of God increased and multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. We have a contrast in faith. We have a, the, the group that is praying for Peter to get out of jail, right? They're praying, Lord, get Peter out of jail. Their focus is on God. How much do they believe that God is going to do this? You know what? When Peter showed up the front door, door, they said, ah, it's not him. It's just his angel. 
Did they have strong faith? They had faith in the right thing. They had faith in God. But their faith was not strong. So a little tiny bit of faith in the right thing changed the course of history. And Peter was freed from the jail. But Herod, when he was speaking, he gave a great oration. Why? Because he was a great man. He had faith in what? In himself. He had a great deal of faith in himself because he was powerful. He was the ruler. And the people said, Oh, the voice of a God, not a man. They lifted him up. His faith was in himself. What good did it do him? What happened when he put his faith in himself in opposition to God? He lost his life. He had great faith, but it was in the wrong thing. He was putting his faith in something thin and flimsy, like that little line that we have up above. We're 25 feet up in the air, and we put a little line to make sure that that wall is straight up there. If you grab onto that when you're falling, is it gonna save you? Herod was hanging on to his greatness, and he said, that's what's gonna save me. The focus of your faith is what's important. It's not the strength of your faith. Guys, you can go through this life focusing on yourself, thinking you're gonna do well, but it will do you no good, no matter how strong your faith is. Yet weak faith in an almighty, infinite God is gonna transform your life. It's gonna transform the world because God's power is infinite and infinity multiplied by just a little bit is still infinity. All the power of God is still available, even if you only have little tiny faith. But if you have huge faith in something flimsy like a little string, like yourself, like your wisdom, like your greatness, you're gonna fail, you're gonna die, you're gonna go to hell. Don't have faith in things that are worthless. Work on just a little bit of faith in God. Go to God and say, God, I don't really know who you are. I don't really understand how I can talk to an infinite God, but I'm gonna ask you to walk with me. I'm gonna trust that you can save me. Not like that string, you will save me because you are an infinite God. In all your infinite power, I'm asking you to save me even though I have weak faith. It's not the strength of your faith, guys. It's what your faith's focus is. Get your faith's focus on God. I have to end there because I have to be up top in a couple minutes. So let me close in prayer. Father God, I thank you again for these men. Even this weekend, I was uh, praising you for the opportunity to work with them. I am uh, looking forward to what we are doing here, Lord, and as we continue, other things that we can work on. I pray that you would grow them closer to you, stronger in you, allow them to be drawn into your family, to, to have just a little faith in you so that they could transform their lives and the world around them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.